Hey, hey, Habit Thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Welcome to the Habits Thrive Podcast, a podcast helping women in their me-now years create habits and rituals to live fit, fearless, and fabulous. In today's episode, we explore the best time for you to relax during the day to encourage your brain and your body to let go into a blissful sleep. Spoiler alert, it may not be that time just before you go to sleep. So nothing cuts into our fit, fearless, and fabulous selves more than not getting enough sleep. So let's dig in. There are many sleep stealers, such as our own thoughts, one of my personal favorites, pain and discomfort, temperature, light, food, illness, pets, and that was actually one of my sleep stealers last night. But the one that I'm going to focus on in this episode is our relationship with cortisol. C-O-R-T-I-S-O-L a hormone produced by the adrenal glands in response to stress. It plays a crucial role in regulating our sleep-wake cycle. Now, when cortisol levels are elevated, it can interfere with the ability to fall asleep. And from a interest standpoint, even to stay asleep, leading to poor sleep quality. Cortisol levels fluctuate throughout the day with the highest levels typically occurring in the morning to help us wake up and get on with our day. Now as the day progresses, cortisol levels gradually decrease, even resulting in that late afternoon slump for some, and they reach their lowest point at night to promote relaxation and sleep. Now another interesting point, and this has come up over my years uh, researching and looking into sleep for myself and my clients, is that some of the discussion and research around cortisol also suggests that there's a little bit of a spike that happens after it does that initial drop down later in the day, that it does a little spike going into the evening. And For some, it can actually feel like that, oh, I'm getting that that second win when our body and our mind is wanting to start to relax and to hunker down, we all of a sudden get this little spike. Now, depending on how your schedule works during the day and your rhythm in the day, that spike can happen a little bit later on and it can feel like that second wind. It's like you were ready to go to sleep And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to do the laundry. I'm going to do some dishes. You're getting that, that second wind. Now, the other possible explanation or thing to consider is that from an Ayurvedic perspective, the time period between six and 10 is kappa time. And so that is the hunkering down time, the slowing down time, the preparation for sleep time. Now, if we are going to bed past 10 o'clock, we are actually moving into 
pitta time, which is fire and water. So there's more energy, there's more feeling again of wanting to get things done. So when you get that combination of shifting into that pitta time, and then when you're considering the cycle of cortisol, it makes sense some of this stuff. It's just, I find the more that I know about what these chemical reactions are in my body and how I can impact them, it just feels like I have so much more power. Now, it's still challenging because of just life, but that's why we are digging into relaxation for the whole month of August and digging into relaxation and sleep for this episode. So why relaxation during the day is important is that we can lower our levels of cortisol during the day, not just in a stressful situation, but even during our daily activities so that it falls nicely throughout the day to encourage and support a good night's sleep. As Dr. Andrew Weil says, a good night's waking leads to a good night's sleeping. Now, I hope I said that correctly because I'm going to say it again. A good day's waking <laughs> leads to a good night's sleeping. I think I actually reversed it the first time I said that. So again, the importance of how you move through your day from the moment you open your eyes in the morning to when you go to bed at night. So over the course of the last month, episodes 58, 59, and 60, we've talked about various ways to relax during the day to decrease those cortisol levels, why it's so difficult, and yes, we talked about the brain wanting to protect us, it wants us to stay in our comfort zone, and so anything that is unknown kind of puts the brakes on. And we talked about, well, what to do about this. And I'm hoping that the biggest takeaway, and I'm going to stress that again today, is to simply practice. Simply practicing these little relaxation moments during the day, planning them, noticing when they start to come up spontaneously, and really making the relationship between more of these relaxation moments in the day, making the connection to your sleep at night. And then truly, this is how a habit is born. I have to tell you that since focusing on relaxation for this month of August and doing the relaxation habit practices along with you, I have had more spontaneous moments of relaxation. Even last night as I was walking my dog Jammers on our beautiful boardwalk around seven o'clock last night, I had to stop and pause in the colors and the stillness. It wasn't like I said, I'm gonna stop on that bench ahead, I'm gonna sit and breathe and take this all in. Now sometimes I do do that, but this was just very strong. It was spontaneous, and I will say for sure that the more you practice, the more often these happen, and the more intense they are in a very good way. It just washes over you. And as you plan them and practice them, you are also more aware of them arising because these little spontaneous moments can actually come up and we may not even notice them. It's like our brain is percolating in the background around this beautiful moment, but it's also going through some events of the day. And so again, our brain is so interesting and the more we know about it and the more we enhance our relationship with it, the more power we have, not just for our sleep, 
but our overall health and happiness. So I've been doing this as a teacher and a student for over 20 years now. And no word of a lie. This August has been different with this targeted effort and maybe perhaps because I am doing it with you as well. So to recap, as you move into this last week of August or whenever you're listening to this episode because it can apply at any time. Sometimes it is just challenging to relax because we don't know how. We're not used to doing it. We've actually never really felt that relationship between the spontaneous relaxing and a good night's sleep. So this is why we practice. But sometimes we feel like we're wasting our time during the day and that the time to relax is just before bed. During the rest of the day, you might be saying to yourself, I don't have time to relax, but I do have some time before bed. But at that moment, when you've gone full 100% all day, and then your head hits the pillow and you're like, this is relaxation time. Sometimes, yes, you will boom, fall right asleep. But other times is going to take that time for those cortisol levels again to drop and it becomes a little bit of a struggle. So during the day, look at your stress moments as practice ground to stop the cortisol spikes. For example, You have a stressful conversation on the phone or at work or a stressful future thought creeps into your awareness. I want you to notice, name that thought. It could be anything like, I wonder if this hip pain is, is ever going to go away. What happens if it never goes away? Or I wonder after this conversation if this person is going to talk to this person and then this is going to happen. So this is what our brain will go through in that moment. So catch it. Catch that feeling. Whether or not you feel it in your throat, you feel it in your chest, you notice your breath, you've had a stressful interaction or a stressful thought or you're actually in a stressful situation. Notice it. Reframe it. Have a mantra, have a phrase that you use often because then it will arise for you. One of the more popular ones this too shall pass. I say, glad that's over, time to move on. Now that helps us in the present moment. Okay, drop those cortisol levels, your breathing relaxes, you go a little bit, you might not go into a full relaxation response, but you have dropped the level for sure. Now what this also does is if you deal with this in the moment, And when your head hits a pillow at night, I have noticed anything that is not resolved during the day, guess what? It is going to pop up in my thoughts at that moment. And my brain is saying, yeah, we need to resolve this and then we're going to go to sleep. But if we practice, you and I, during the day, in that moment, when we notice. Now I have to say, sometimes we don't notice when we have a stressful thought. We actually just feel it in our body. And that's okay too. You're just like, why am I feeling restless? Why am I feeling uneasy? Are you gonna take a breath in? Notice, make that connection. Say to yourself, I'm resolving this now for a good night's sleep. There's another mantra. Dealing with this now, (laughs) done. Moving on. I love that concept of moving on. Closing the book, right? Turning the page. That's a, that's a Buddhist terminology as well. And it all means that we've dealt with it. All is okay. 
we're going to let go into sleep. So as you keep the cortisol levels in check during the day with these daily stress times, you may again have an easier time letting go into sleep. Riding that cortisol wave down into a deep and restful sleep. Things to think about for your relaxation habit practice this week. You can, again, we've been talking about this all through August, planned relaxation times. Like I said last night, I could be walking down the boardwalk and say, I'm going to just sit on that bench and I'm going to look over the water. I'm just going to chill here. So I'm enjoying and feeling that relaxation while I am walking, okay, because that is absolutely for sure. Some of you are, you might notice you actually relax better or easier when you are moving, that when you stop, it's actually more challenging. So it's really, really important and very, very interesting to notice in yourself. Now, it doesn't mean you can't change, but we can't change anything or change things up until we know actually what's going on. You might say, I'm gonna go for a walk at three o'clock. I'm gonna start my evening relaxation ritual at 7.30. You might in the moment be sipping your tea or your coffee and looking out the window. That's one of my favorites. Okay, so whether you're on a, you're at the office, you're in a desk chair, you just take a moment. Now noticing the spontaneous relaxation or these moments of mindfulness, celebrate them, even say it out loud. So while you're blueberry picking or listening to music or quilting or walking, you're just like, wow, this is really relaxing and this is going to help me sleep tonight. So you can play with, again, doing some planned relaxation before bed with a meditation or breathing audio. You can notice during the day as you move through. There are so many opportunities. And here's the thing as well, for those of you, and some of you have said this to me, I just can't relax. I never relax. I even have trouble relaxing before sleep. Is that you might be relaxing more than you think. And as we identify these little down times of just gazing out, you know, into our backyard, especially for some of you that you just have beautiful, beautiful backyards that go on forever and ever and ever. It's amazing. And so these are your relaxation times. When we identify them, they become that much more powerful. So this is going to be your relaxation practice for this week. And again, if you haven't had a chance to go back over the previous episodes, they do always work nicely together month to month. So have a great week. I look forward to hanging out with you in September. And for you planners out there, September is all about planning. Even if that is planning more relax, (laughs) planning more relaxation. So again, Have a fantastic week and I will talk to you again next week. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.